big episode of the Nordies Podcast. We discuss if the Dobbs honeymoon is over. Gopher sports are officially dead. The Timberwolves are contenders. And the Premier League is a mafia league. Here we go. And here we go. Nordies Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? I'm doing great, man. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Uh, this is going to be coming out on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Happy everyone. Thanksgiving giving to you, Jim. And to you. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you, and I'm also grateful for everyone who listens to us. Um, so thank you guys so much. Hopefully you and your family have an amazing holiday weekend, and you get to use lots of Nordies podcast takes to impress your family. Use the takes and put gravy on everything. I want you just to be like, yeah, well, I heard on the Nordies podcast that Josh Dobbs, blah, blah, you know, like, you get, we got <laughs> Well, you. we don't want to spoil those takes because they're coming you. in soon. Okay. Just be ready. So before we dive into this episode, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordies Podcast and subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcast from and get the Nordies Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free. Done that before? Done it so many times. Okay. Good job. Yeah. Uh, also, Jim, what are we drinking here? All right. So we're over at Venn. You heard of Venn Brewing? Um, this is called their Basic Decency. I like it. And it's a basic pale ale for it's decent good. people. It's 5%. It was like 12 or like $11 maybe. Yeah. Uh, it's just a nice basic beer. You I know? gotta say, it's I, pretty good. I think I could drink quite a few of these. I think so too. 5%? Yeah. I mean, your body could handle it. They could. And I know your body. Yeah, you okay. do. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go. Let's get after this. So, let's do it. First thing we have to talk about... It's always the A topic right now. It's the it's the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. They're they yes, are it it's the it's the NFL. The NFL is so big that did you see that the the game that was played on Monday night, mm-hmm. the Eagles and the Chiefs big game was the most watched game in Monday night football history since it's been on ESPN. Oh damn. Like people will complain every year. They're like, there's so many injuries and blah, blah, blah. And this and this. Like people always complain about the NFL, but every single like week is like a new record for people watching TV. <laughs> just in general. Like just yeah. watching TV, not even watching football. Like they <laughs> it's just like the the top you know, we say this every year, but like of the top hundred things watched on TV, it's like seventy eight of them are NFL games. Yeah. And like none of them are other sports, and the the rest are like the time in the 1940s where they showed Wizard of Oz, yeah. And everybody was like <laughs> appointment viewing. Are you going to be home for it? But yeah, it's just, it's crazy. Like it's it, the it, the league is so huge. So it is the A topic, and the Vikings. Yep. I have a couple of big takes on the Vikings. Okay, I'm going to tell everyone why I think this is the worst Vikings season ever. Oh my God! Yes. What are you talking about? Yes, but, this is going to be but, fascinating. But before we get there, I'm not even that mad about the loss. I mean, it was kind of sloppy, and I'm really sick of the turnovers. It's not fun to keep losing the turnover battle. Yes, deflating, frustrating, makes for a long day. The game didn't really matter that. Much. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I don't know why you've turned so quickly. Because is it things you learned watching the game? Do you feel? Um. Okay. So first up, this game really didn't matter that much. We still have a lead in the wild card. We're going to be the seven I think we seed. went from 90 to 80% yeah. to make the playoffs. I mean, we should still make the playoffs. Yeah, which is insane. Because remember when we had 2% chance and we should yeah. quit losing? Yes. You know, yes. Don't win, don't win. And I was like, 
Okay. But the problem is, and actually I don't know that this is totally a problem. This might end up being a good thing because I think Minnesotans got a little bit out of hand with the Josh Dobbs mania. This okay. was Lynn Sanity. It was, yes, it was. It was Lynn's hand. It was like, I want you Lynn-side me. Yes. I mean, yes. that's the that's level where that we people were at. With Josh Dobbs, we have given him infinity nicknames. People are making clothes and I mean, the jerseys. guy, day one, shaved his eyebrows. That was so impressive. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is, but I guarantee his eyebrows haven't grown back. It takes a long time. I mean, here's my thing. Josh Dobbs has what he he what he has done here has been miraculous. Right. So I don't want to take a great story. I and I think not, the, the story deserves the attention that it's yes, gotten. I don't want to take anything away from this dude. He showed up in the middle of the season on a new team and led them to two victories and then almost a third victory. Really? In yeah. three games. Although not exactly blameless in the, the no. loss. Minnesotans have decided, oh my gosh, Josh Dobbs is the guy screw Kirk Cousins yeah we need Josh Dobbs <laughs> and everyone's talking about Should we trade Kirk him. now like how do we yeah. get rid of him everyone's trying to what can we do to make Dobbs what a diamond in the rough that we found for one sixth round this pick. guy is a backup quarterback and he shows you why in big moments mm. one the guy cannot stop turning the ball over he's like yeah. second in the NFL in fumbles he's fumbled the ball 14 times this season losing seven of them since he's been with the Vikings, he's fumbled the ball six times and lost three of them. Oh. He's like third in the NFL in turnover-worthy plays, and he hasn't even played every game. Right. Um, so pretty much every time he hucks it up, it's kind of a 50-50 ball? He's a turnover machine. Like, okay. that's his big problem. He can't stop turning the ball over, especially fumbles. Yeah. But he throws some interceptions. He just is kind of a sloppy player. Now... There's parts of his game that are really fun and brilliant, and like he, I'd the reason I love to see him explode off for or like you know the plays collapsing, it's third down, yes. and he runs for it, and it feels awesome because we don't see that often here. But I think what you really are seeing here is that this type of quarterback is the type of quarterback you have to have if you are going to have a backup quarterback. You need someone who can create with their feet because mm-hmm. it kind of it, it gives you something different. And it keeps the game alive and it gives you new opportunities when your quarterback goes out. So that's why I think Dobbs is like the best backup quarterback you could have in the NFL. But But not ready to anoint him? He won't be anointed. This I, I don't even know if he'll make it through the season as the starter, to be dead serious. I, okay. And that's not a rip on him. So do you think that means we grab somebody else no. or that we, we try this other guy? I think that so a lot of people want to see Jaron Hall, the rookie. Okay. And it does feel kind of bad. I do feel kind of bad for him. He started that first game without Cousins. And then he moved us down the field, threw the ball pretty well, looked pretty good, and then he got a concussion. Right. He's missed two games now with a concussion. Yeah, he looked okay in his very limited, very limited. time we saw him. Looked decent in there. So and then we went and got Dobbs right away, huh? Dobbs played in that game. So Dob- oh, we already yeah, had Dobbs. Yeah, right. Dobbs oh, came in after right. he got the concussion and won the game. Okay. And so then Jaron Hall's still been out with a concussion. I think he'll be back this week for the first time. So some people are interested in that. Okay. The other guy to look out for. And we play at home against the Bears. No, uh, Yes, we're at home so, against the Bears. Then we have the bye. So Dobbs will start this week. Okay. He will start. He will be the guy this week. But I, I think even if we win, if he isn't good, I think that they're going to look maybe to change quarterbacks. And I think Start that, practicing a little differently over those Hull two weeks. I think is a guy that everyone wants to see, but I think Nick Mullins is the guy that it will be. So oh. I think Nick Mullins is a good backup quarterback. Okay. I think he knows the offense really well. I think they handpicked him because of how he plays and the, his knowledge of the system. And I think they thought that he can play the most like Kirk Cousins okay. of anyone that they could get. 
So I think if we really want to run the and offense. And Dobbs, we don't feel like plays like Kirk at all, which no, is why some people get excited, I think, when Dobbs they watch him. Dobbs is chaos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's chaos. And it is good and bad chaos. Yeah. And I, I, again, I'm not here. I'm sure everyone listening right now is like, dude, quit being so negative. Dobbs has been so fun and so good. But he is really fun. Yeah. It's really fun watching him play. But it also is frustrating, and it's just the kind of thing, like, I think if he's your starting quarterback, you're going to be frustrated with him a lot. Sure. But he's going to have just electric, amazing plays because he's that kind of athlete, too. He's like... So who do you... I mean, who do you compare him with? Somebody that maybe even didn't get to play that long um, because these things happen with it got too unpredictable. Baker? Mayfield? He's way more athletic than that. Yeah. Like, I mean... This is tough. I don't know. Okay. There are not a lot of guys like this. Like, yeah. I want to say, I want. I want to say Michael Vick, but Michael Vick is a better runner and yeah. had an arm that was out of this planet. And that, but the chaos was there. But the chaos was there. Um, I want to say that, but he's not nearly as good as Vick was in his prime. Um, I don't know. He just. He just is. He's chaos on the field. He's like, the pastor, not that's who he is, man. It's his identity. <laughs> so I think Nick Mullins is the guy to look out for. Okay. I think that that's probably what KOC is going to do eventually. He's and you gonna, think that that helps us win games? Probably. That helps us go for the playoffs. Probably. Yeah. I think he's probably just be- he just knows the system better. We can run the offense that KOC wants to run with him, mm-hmm. and so I think that's what I'm going to look out for. Okay. Um, a couple other things though. Uh, Jefferson has been out for a while now. And the fans Sat are starting to get yeah. mad. And I think this is a tough situation because, one, we don't know where his health is at. He has not fully practiced yet. Okay. Everyone is saying, this isn't how long hamstring injuries take. Everyone's suddenly becoming like a hamstring expert. Yep, this happens. These and things happen. everyone's mad at him. And then everyone's like, he's just trying to punish the team for not extending his contract. And I'm like, yeah, no, I think he is <laughs> as well. But... KOC said, hey, we plan on having this guy here for a really long time. We need to make sure we get it right because we need his long-term health to be the answer here. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that we are headed for a drama-filled offseason with Jefferson. Yeah. That doesn't mean he won't be re-signed. But I think it's going to be a lot of talk. A lot of talk about trading him, that he's mad, that we're going to resign him, that, you know, like... I just don't want him to turn into Diggs. You know, Diggs is already so mad now in Buffalo, right? Yeah. And his brother is tweeting, like, you know, they're doing him dirty and all this stuff. Um, that sucked. That was hard, those, that last year with, with Diggs. And- I, I do think he will be annoying, but not as annoying as Diggs. Okay. But I do think he's going to be frustrated. I understand why he's frustrated. I understand why he doesn't want to risk it all right now. Yep. I get it. I'm not, I, you know, like I do, I do understand why, where he's coming from. Um, I think he's going to sit out this week. Then he'll be out with the, for the bye. And then the idea is he'll be back for the stretch run. You think he'll be out one more time even? Because they said he could have come back. This week he'll be out. Yeah. Because the bye is the next week. Right. And so I think they're going to just say, screw it. We're going to give him three more weeks here with the bye. All right. No excuses after that then, I suppose. Huh? And then he's going to come back 100% for the stretch run is my All guess. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that's frustrating. And I think you've seen that we don't really need him to win. We're five and one without him. Yeah. I think he's going to be a hot topic for trade talk. This I get it. I get it. Yeah. We're winning without him. And I think Um, that like if the Vikings think Addison's been fantastic. I think if the Vikings think that they can, you should, can you rank our, our like active run uh, wide receivers for me right now? 
Yeah, I mean Jefferson is the best receiver in the league. Right. Addison is hands down number two. Like okay. if if I had to give them like scores, like Jefferson is like a ninety nine. Yep. Um, Addison is like a, an eighty six. Okay. Um, Osborne is probably the third best guy, and he's like a seventy five. All right. Seventy four. Um, and then Powell is probably the next guy, and he's like a sixty eight. Okay. And then um, I think it will probably go to Naylor, and he's like a sixty six. All right. That's probably what that I'm was saying. perfect. That's what. Hey, that's what I needed to know. Appreciate it. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that they they are gonna see that they don't really need him. And I think if they believe that they can use Jefferson as trade bait to move up to go get their franchise quarterback, I think Could that that's what they're going to do. As you know, and we've talked about this before, but it would be exciting. It, it would it suck would. to lose him. It, it, He's an explosive player. He, he fucking invented the gritty. How cool is are that? You, but are you are you feeling like we're really missing him right now? No, because I don't. I don't really feel no. that way when I when watch we the get games. when we have some protection and somebody's down the field. You know these wide receivers are open and they're catching it. They're not always getting the best passes right now from from the pass or not. But um, no, I don't really feel his absence that much. And you know maybe we would have won by multiple scores each of these games. They were pretty close. But no, I think we're doing okay. Um, so I did say I tease that I think this is the worst season ever. Yeah, why is that? You're going to have to explain yourself. Uh, this season is so frustrating to me because it just seems like we're destined to go eight and nine or nine and eight and mm-hmm. get the seven seed, get murdered in the playoffs and end up with the 20th pick in the draft. It feels like it's been a foregone conclusion yeah. this whole year. <laughs> and it's just making me so mad. Every game that I've wanted them to win, I think for the most part, other than maybe the the first two with Dobbs or the, the second game with Dobbs, where you're I like, okay, let's every let's, time I yeah. want them to win, they lose. And every time I want them to lose, they win. Yeah. <laughs> every time I'm like, you know what? Screw it. We're not going anywhere. Let's tank and get Drake may we win. Then you're like, and then I'm we like, should still be tanking. That and then was I'm like, mistaken. we should still be tanking. We win. Then, then we, then I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go we're, for it. Yeah, we're we're on team. a run. Cousins here. tears his Achilles. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is sickening. Cousins is out now we now all hope is gone let's tank we win we win again then i'm like (laughs) you know what screw it i'm just gonna go for it let's just be the best team we can be then we lose and i'm like i can't (laughs) stand this season that's exactly how you end up uh eight and nine this whole season is just we're destined for eight and nine seven seed playing the niners on the road in the first game and getting absolutely just wiped out yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Okay, and we're just going to say, man, that season sucked. I think will be the end. I think it will be a non. A not, be like, yeah, maybe it wasn't worth making the playoffs. Yes, I think it will be a. In the end, I think it's going to be a not memorable season. Like it will feel memorable right now, but this is the yeah. kind of season that won't be. I won't remember in ten years. Like, what the hell happened that year? Dobbs, oh, yeah, yeah that's crazy. Forgot about that guy. That's yeah. what we're going to say. You know what? There's got to be some of those too, okay? Because there are, there are some of those. Like we had, we traded for this dude one year, Freeman. I don't remember his first name, but he was like a first round pick. Josh Freeman. Oh, he played for the Bucks. He's a first round pick, and then he would like fell out of favor, and we traded for him, and we like started him on Monday Night Football, like two days after we got him, and it was like the worst quarterback performance of all time. <laughs> it's like the, this is what Dobbs is going to be like. It's going to be like just a weird Vikings trivia answer. So, uh. yeah, I think this is my least favorite season, and it's not because I'm not happy about results or things haven't happened that are fun, but, like, Justin Jefferson's been hurt. Kirk Cousins blew his Achilles. We thought we were going to be really good. Then it looked like we were going to be really bad. Then we, we decided we should tank. Out. We should tank, but then, no, we can't tank because – 
now we're winning. Oh, okay, let's go for it. Now, now we're losing. <laughs> it just it just sucks. It's been an awful season so far, but it's been fun to talk about on the podcast. I have enjoyed it. Um, can you quick? I know we you know we could probably move on, but what's up with everybody calling for Alexander Madison's head? Is he just doing a horrible job and he's coughing it up at key times? Alexander Madison is paid very little money. Okay, and he is a good pass protector. Okay, okay, yeah, but he can't stop fumbling the ball. And he's really average with the ball. Yeah. And he's just a fumble machine. If he doesn't fumble in that game, we win that game, I think. Right. So he has really hurt us with his fumbling, and he's just not a very explosive player. But the coaches can trust him. To block. Because he can block, and he knows where to be, and he's not going to blow his assignments. Chandler is a very explosive running back. Every time he gets the ball, something big looks like it's about to happen. But he literally cannot block. Yeah. And we put him in after we benched Madison – for the fumble, we put him in, and then Chandler gets like blown up right back into the QB, and we threw a pick off of that. Mm. And it was because if Madison was in, it probably doesn't happen. So I think like everyone who's just like thinks nice that the running back that is both. that the running back position is so simple. It's just about like, well, he's better. Everyone can see it. It's just like you really don't think KOC doesn't know. Yeah, like this dude. Knows it's a trade off, and he's, KOC he's, has dreamt more about football this week than we know about football. Like it's crazy. Like yeah. this, this dude knows what he's talking about. If he thinks Chandler is not trustworthy and Madison is, there is a reason for that. And so I think like the Madison hate, he deserves it, but also he's not going anywhere. Okay, and and we're still gonna have him be a part of a ton of snaps. And I mean, like Acres is the same. Acres is really a. He's one of the least explosive running backs, and now he blew his Achilles. Might have ended his career. He's probably done. He's so slow. He's so not explosive, but he is an elite pass blocker. Okay, better than Madison. Yeah, like an incredible, like one of the best in the league. And those guys, it's like why it's the same reason why Latavius Murray still gets snaps for Buffalo. I was kind of I was like that trying to think of his name because I'm like, yeah. when you see him run, he doesn't even bend over at all. <laughs> he runs, he sticks straight in the air. And he's he's so slow. He has he's no so wiggle. Slow. He runs in a straight line slowly. But yeah. he can block like crazy. And it's like there will always be a job for you in the NFL. If your only skill, you, yeah, Jim, your only skill was being great at pass protection. You could play for 10 years in the league. They'd hand off to you for two <laughs> yards six times a game right? if you could just stand up and pass cover, pass blocking. I love it. And so, yeah, I think that's So you Madison. need those guys too. All right. Okay, that was, hey, man, always the good info. All right, so uh, other things here. We played Chicago on Monday Night Football this week. Um, okay. I'm, I'm, this is my last time I'm going to cheer for them to win, so that makes me scared. Oh, well, there you go. So, because okay, I'm so Chicago 21, Vikings 17. I swear on my life, if they lose this game, I will actively, no matter what happens, I want them just to lose the rest of the season because I know. You cannot be convinced. I cannot. I mean, at this point, I already know that everything we're doing is reckless. Yes. We shouldn't be cheering for any <laughs> wins. Should, I know. Every win has been reckless this year. I mean, we should have, this was the perfect excuse. Jefferson out and Cousins out. This was yeah. the excuse that the fans could have understood. Hey, we're going to play Jaron Hall and we're going to lose all of our games and we're going to trade away Daniel Hunter and we're going to trade everything away. The fans would have got it. Yeah. And they would have said, hey, we are going to let you off the hook here. But the Vikings aren't like that. No. They're uh, like, let's go for it. <laughs> the Wolves, dude. I mean, they're great owners, like you've said, uh, but they need to be competitive. At all times. They don't like they try, it. So. They don't like a hard reset. Um, my prediction is the Vikings win this game too close for comfort. I'm going to say 23 to 20, and it's okay. going to be kind of an ugly game. So I'm going to do the 21-17, but I will 
pick the Vikings to win. Okay. And are you going to be at this game? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be there. Have fun. Monday Um, Night Football, huh? Yeah, Monday Night Football. That'll be great. And you have the week off? Uh, No, I'm back that day. That sucks. Um, And then, finally, Joe Burrow out for the year. (laughs) That sucks for the game. Yeah. He's... He's been a shadow, though. I mean, he... Well, he got healthy finally and started playing well, and then he got hurt again. Yeah. He he was hurt to start the year, struggled the whole first month, then started playing great, and then got hurt again. Yeah. Now he's out for the year. Sucks for the Bengals, man. They're... Now, everybody is saying that he... The, the NFL is saying they're going to investigate the team, and that he was he actually hurt, and he wasn't on the injury report, and because there's a photo that the team posted of him coming off the plane wearing... Uh, a little like wrist, a brace. wrist brace and then they took the photo down but not before yeah. you know people people got it snapped it up and then said oh is this a violation uh is it a violation like what's your take on that i mean so he can't wear a, a brace without it like having to disclose that so what he said was the reason he was wearing a brace was because people swell up on airplanes sometimes and so that was his excuse okay but to me I just didn't have an issue with this. Um, so the rules in the NFL say that if you are limited in practice, you have to say that. If you skip practice, you have to say that. But if you practice, then... Then you have normal practice. You have a normal practice. There's nothing you have to report. Okay. So, so obviously he was having normal practices. To me, I'm sure, assuming it was a short week anyways. They probably had a day off. They had a light day of practice. They had another light day of practice. They didn't have to report anything because of this. They didn't break any rules. Yeah. And then he went out there, played, looked good, threw a touchdown pass on the yep. play he got hurt. And then, you know, tore a ligament in his hand. Yeah. And his hand, like, ballooned up. It was, oh, it did it? Yeah, I it was really disgusting. It. So, yeah, to me, I thought that this was a non-issue. I think all of these dudes are super banged up. Yeah. All of them. Everyone who plays is banged up. At any Everyone point. is nursing an injury. Everyone's sitting at 80% at best. Yeah. Everyone's feeling like shit right now. The season is long. They're in the middle of it. Everyone's banged up. Like... It just is what it is. To me, I thought this was nothing. If they, if they get in trouble for this, every team in the league is guilty. Okay. Everyone. All right. So you don't see it going anywhere. No. So the people that lost money on the game, I, fuck I don't em. think it's the NFL's response. I know that the yeah, NFL I know. loves gambling. They do. That's they the love thing. Gambling, That's but why I'm starting to be think... like, they're promoting it. ESPN now has a gambling app. Like, it's becoming really mainstream, and they clearly think it's good for the game. Yeah, I don't um, think that they so deserve... Like, they I need to take some responsibility for stuff like this, too, then. I think that they can't be... I mean, they're very much in bed with, with Vegas. They are. Yeah. But I don't think that they can make decisions to to be in bed with Vegas publicly. You mm-hmm. know? like I mean, they already do, but... like You know what I'm saying? like they, It's not their responsibility to help gamblers. Okay. In my opinion, they're doing their best they can already. Yeah. The real gamblers are getting information that no one else has. The real gamblers knew about the brace. Yeah. The real gamblers knew everything that was happening because yeah. they're getting inside information from everyone. From the team doctors. Yeah. And, and that'd be the best, wouldn't it? Yeah. It would. Be a team doctor, super well paid, oh, yeah. easy fucking job. Yeah. And then just on top of that, you just gamblers. Get to, yeah, dude. You get to sell your information. It's wonderful. So I will just say um, this is a non-issue to me. Okay. All right. Let's All move right. On good to explanation. A, yeah. A good topic here. Really. That's our Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. The Timberwolves are Wolves for back. real. Wolves they beyond. Are, they are for real. Um, they are one of the very best teams in the league. And I did say I don't know if it was last episode or the episode before. I said that the Timberwolves were going to get the number one seed in the West, and I, I still firmly believe that. You said that. that a while ago when they were like three-something seed, and look yeah. at them now. They're I think they're going to the get bullet. the one because it's not going to be that they're the best team. Yeah. I, I think Denver is for sure the best team. 
I do. I, but I think they're gonna they're gonna play it easier and rest. And I stuff. think Denver knows what it takes to win a title now. They've done it, and I think that Denver will be good. But I think that it will mean a lot less to them now that they've won a title to be the one seed, right? Than it will mean to a team like the Wolves, right? Who are gonna? Re- I think they're gonna go for it. Not a huge difference, although. You know, if it comes down to the one versus the two, which it often does, yeah. then you do lose that home court advantage in the in the conference playoffs, and that's huge. It is. It is huge. I just think though that like ultimately, what it really comes down to is like, can you be healthy for some of these teams? Mm-hmm. Like having a healthy team is more important to teams than home court. Yeah, and it and should so, be. Yeah, and so I think like the, with the Wolves, I think the Wolves are going to go for it, and I think they should. And I think they should go a all young, in. Green I don't even team. care if they get upset yeah, in the second the, round. Set the record for the best season they've ever had. Like, yes. do it. Yeah, that'd be go awesome. on the second round. I'll forgive them. Yep, right. I will. Not the first. The second. Oh God, I'll forgive them. If, if they this lose, team loses the first series, if they lose to unless Denver they're like or something a, in the massively round, injured or something, yeah, I, I will be. Uh, I will dude. be okay wow. with it. But they need to like go for the one seed go for the tournament the in-season tournament go yeah. for everything like they which should, we're they're young enough we're doing well we're, we're gonna clear our group it looks like we've yeah we've won two of the games so far so i i do i do think that um the wolves though they owe a lot of what's happening right now to towns we ripped, towns. I know, we ripped we towns a couple weeks ago a couple and weeks ago we we let him have it after that boston game where he just not only disappeared no he tried to lose the game mm-hmm. for us i mean he was so bad um and so toxic and so yeah so frustrated you could see that you know baby temp, temper tantrum towns coming out yeah which hurts the team he gets ticky tack fouls he turns the ball over more often he you know just like bitches at the refs gets teed up all those yep. things so we were really upset with him at that time but really since then he has led us to many victories he's been the he best has, player on the he's team been the best player most consistent player um here's the thing we got to remember about towns this is towns he does there's a reason he averages like 30 points and 10 rebounds and you know five assists and two blocks and a steal like he's he does a lot he's very good but you got to remember that he shrinks at these big big moments he so does. hey let him do his thing during the season he is going to win a lot of games for us with that with the play he does, and he has, like, and he there, has already. And there's he been will multiple games that I think that we didn't play well, and Towns saved our ass. Just kicked so much ass down yep. the stretch and hit so many big shots yep. that he has been critical to everything we've done. And he I think his that attitude player. has been pretty good too. It's been better, you know. But you do know that that Towns can come out. I just think and Towns, the higher the pressure is ratcheted up, the more likely that shitty baby temper tantrum Towns is going to come out. If if Towns is is smart at all, he has to think about this one thing. He tried to be for six to seven years. I know Edwards is on there a little bit of the time, but yeah. for six or seven years, he tried to be the main star on a contender. Right. They've won zero playoff series. Okay. He, if he wants to leave, where is he going to go that he could be paired up with a superstar? As good as Edwards, right? Where is that? Yeah, where is no, that opportunity? Right. That doesn't exist. If, if I was Towns, if I was, I mean, I'm not, but if I was, I would be looking around and I'd say, being Robin to Ants Batman is 
the best option for he's my He's already career. a max player. Yes, he's making he's good. so much don't money. don't need to worry about the money. He he literally needs to think of, like, where can I win a title? This is the best option for him. Yeah. He gonna he's going to go to New York and play with Brunson? God, do they stink. Okay, yeah, Brunson is way better. Yeah, Towns' stats will be better, but he'll never win a playoff series still. Mm-hmm. If he cares about competing for titles, being on this team with Ant, with guys like Rudy, mm-hmm. with like guys like Jaden, who can pick up a lot of his bullshit on defense yeah is it it makes it so he can focus on all the parts of the game he likes and is better at which is nice to me you know there's just we're asking in a way less of him than ever and Mm -hmm. he's delivering on the things he does well very consistently yes so i i am i am super and his defense has gotten better along with everybody else. He's, he's just big not, and he can block yeah. some shots and he, he can, can get his hands up yeah. here and there. So does, I, I'm you know, super makes pleased. Makes bad decisions here and there, but super pleased with Towns right now. Yeah, and then, and then I would say the other thing is Ant. Like the one thing I will say about him is that this season, Ant, I've I've always compared him to Dwayne Wade. Right, that was always my comparison. But I think I have a new comparison for him: the good and the bad of Uh-oh. this, and that's Kobe. Oh, okay. I think he's more Kobe than he is Wade. Just in in mentality. Of like um, if I he's think not in, in doing it, it all, in the fact that he is one a great a great like playmaker for other people, mm-hmm. he's a better guy and teammate I think than Kobe. But I think he also better human anyway. Has yeah. has Kobe's inefficient stuff. Yeah, and not an efficient score. He he forces it still. Which... He's, he shoots a lot of shots to score a lot of points. Like yeah. there's just too many nights right now where it's like. Ant shot the ball 18 times and had 22 points. And I'm like, ugh, that's not great. And we're great. like, damn, lucky we won that game. Yeah, because, that's not great. Yeah, yeah I mean, sometimes you're, you're the guy that scores the most points is the reason you lost the game. He's a volume shooter right now. And yep. I just think, like, the next evolution in his game is going to be getting rid of those just garbage possessions where he just forces up dumb stuff and yeah. turns the ball over. Like yeah. there's just too much of that in his game, but he's got a long ways to go. He hasn't oh, played that much basketball. He's getting better. As they love sure. to tell you, Anthony Edwards didn't even start playing basketball until like eighth grade or something, you know, like yeah. they love telling you that kind of stuff, but it's the truth. This dude has a lot to learn. He's far, far, far from the best version of himself. He is a superstar now. Yeah, but, already. Yep. But he needs to become more efficient if we're going to, like compete for the title which is insane that we're even talking about so goddamn, I'm, I'm happy feels with good it. you know what like i said I, I welcome everyone onto the bandwagon um i'll even reach out a hand and pull you up because the thing is moving so i'm gonna have to help you but get on the bandwagon let's go go to a game been, you're going to a bunch of games i've been to a couple already you were in a sweet jimmy sweet jimmy sweets Dude, I was in the T.I. Suites, Treasure Island Resort and Casino. That song is more problematic than I remembered, now that you just said Because it's a bunch of Jamaicans or what? It's It's like in the middle of Minnesota. Treasure Island. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. Dude, um, dude, I had never been in there. It's awesome. It's on the second, like the club level. And they have like free food and drink. And dude, it's just like, it's very, very cool. I loved it. One of the most fun I've ever had at a game. Shout out and to my they, buddy and they, Potts. And and we got the modest tickets. So thank you, Modest Brewing. That's how we got in there. Because Potts is the man over there, of course. All right. Uh yeah. Thanks to Potts. Bring me next time. Yeah. Um, all right. So here we go. Uh next up, Gophers Sports. Okay. Are dead. Yeah. Gophers Sports are dead. And I'm I'm here 
to not even blame. I'm not. I'm beyond blaming the programs and the coaches at this point. Okay, where I'm are here you at? to blame the the students, athletic department. Oh, I'm just over it. Mark Coyle, the AD. I don't know what he's done besides just kill everything at our, at the that school. He's touched. Yeah. This this pro all the programs stink, and even the <laughs> ones that are good are disappointing. So like, the football team is pretty unbearable at this point. They are one of the lowest 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 teams in the terrible Big Ten West. Right. That's right. only going to get better. We're only going to fall further behind. Um, the basketball team. <laughs> It's is, been a reset project for like 10 years, dude. The basketball team, ever since we, we cheated and all. did kids' papers for them in 1997, went to the Final Four, has been bad pretty much ever since. Do you think we got cursed? I think we might have. Okay. And like this, this they are horrible. The other night, I was with my brother, and we were driving home, and we had the Gopher game on the radio for some reason, because it was like the only thing that could be on. Wow. And we were listening really to the boring. Gopher game. Yeah, and it was boring. We're listening to the game, and the Gophers were beating Missouri by 22 points when I dropped him off. Okay. And then I just turned Which you the kind radio of expect. Off. You're like, all right, this is early like, game. It's I was like, like, holy shit, we're killing them. We're up by 22. I didn't think... I We kept saying, we're like, how bad must Missouri be? Right. <laughs> like, we just kept saying that. And then I dropped my brother off, and then I, like, made a phone call, didn't listen to the rest of it. Checked the next day. They lost. Yeah. They were up by 22 in the second half. They oh lost. This this program is terrible. Ben Johnson seems like a nice guy, and I know everyone wants to defend his character all the time, yep. but he's over his head. He's an AAU coach. That was a terrible hire. Okay. And this program stinks. We never get any in-state talent. We can't keep guys. We, we've, we've fallen so far behind on every NIL thing mm-hmm. compared to everywhere else in the country. Right. And we're not that good of a school that it's that big of a crutch. Like... Michigan is a better school, and they got no troubles. NIL money flowing everywhere. Yeah, the Gophers act like they don't even understand NIL money. Like I, I don't understand what they're doing. The hockey program, girls and boys, they're good every year. Yeah, but every year they're not as good as they should be. They're not as good as the best teams in the country. They are Minnesota fucking hockey. They have no business not competing. They should compete for the title every year, and they're they shouldn't be off seasons. For these guys. Right. The fact that Wisconsin has won multiple titles and Duluth has won multiple titles and North Dakota has won a title since the last time we won a title is an abomination. (laughs) That's outrageous. It is outrageous. It's unacceptable. So to me... Which one is pissing you off the most right now? Um... The football? Because it it should be the most fun. Go for football. is just... It's turned kind of miserable. Yeah. But all of it. And the hockey is whatever. You know, I don't really pay attention until it's like holy shit i know you do though you're a big go for hockey fan are they doing well this year they're they're a big disappointment so far oh like they started the year preseason number one and like they're they've they're like fourth in the big 10 or something okay wow they always are i'm sorry go for sports are dead yeah and at this point like i think mark coyle is the first one who needs to go yep it is it is not working the women's sports aren't good either like we don't have 80,000 people come into our volleyball games and yeah. basketball games. We don't have any Where's of that, that shit. Where's our Caitlin Clark? We don't have any of that because girls' sports at the U of M are not good, or if they are, no one even they, we don't even hear about them. Yeah. And we'll I, hear about, like, if you end up watching the nightly news sometimes, sure. you'll catch, like, a volley, women's volleyball score. That's about it. I just I think that they have just – they're doing a bad job at I the U of M. I think it's clear. The U of when M, you get multiple programs, like the worst it's ever been. I mean, what 
What can you do? Why? There's no way that anyone could tell me. There's no way. Try. Please reach out to me and try. There's no way anyone could tell me that the Gophers sports are better off now than they were five or ten years ago. There's no one who could tell me that. No. And I'm sure someone would be like, basketball is terrible ten years ago. Well, it's really terrible now. <laughs> it's more terrible. The football team. And it feels like the game, you know, the way you're good is changing, and we're not getting better at that part. It was like with the NIL stuff and the transfer portal becoming a bigger thing. Yeah. Why couldn't we say, hey, this can be a leveling tool for us? Like, we can actually innovate a little bit. And they got left behind. They got left behind. And like, to me, that's unacceptable. Like they should have been ready for this and they weren't. And so I don't know. Like I, I am, I am like disgusted with the Gophers at this point. Okay. And I I just like, I know people could say, well, PJ Fleck has done this, 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 this. Yeah. I'm not mad at Fleck's whole time. Overall good for the state. I agree. I'm not mad at Fleck his whole time being here. He has done good stuff, but this year I am, I'm over it. And the basketball program I, I saw I sent this stat. Um, I'm gonna probably butcher her name here, but she okay. is uh, a local person from. Are you still on X? Are you I, still I, on yeah, X? Like, yeah. Okay. So I sent this yesterday somewhere. I gotta find it forever. This is great. Mm. This is great. Uh, great podcasting. Yeah, great podcasting. Yeah, okay, yeah. I got it for you guys. So Nadine Bab- Babu. Nadine Babu. She's like a okay. local journalist. All right. Okay. She's she. She knows everyone in the game here in, in Minnesota. I think she covers the Gophers a lot, Got if it. I'm not mistaken. She said, the crowd at the barn today for the Gophers game is 3,500 tickets scanned. Okay? Okay. 3,500 people. Just to give perspective, during some of the rough Patino games, it was around five or 6,000 tickets scanned. Oh, wow. Peak Tubby in 2009, 2010, the average was at 13,453. That was the average for the entire year, including non-conference games. But that was the total number of seats sold, not tickets scanned. I was at every one of those games, and it never looked like less than 10,000 any night. Oh, my God. So, so the, yeah, the people don't care, and why would they? care. This program is done. Yeah. It is done. Like how do you how do you move on from that? What do you do? How do you revive it? I mean, it's a ten year process, but it, like, it, how do you a, start that? Besides get, getting rid of Coil and getting some kind of visionary in place, I think like I think someone needs to come in and completely redo the sports here. Yeah, and needs to modernize the university and the relationship with donors. And like, this is too old, too big, too proud of a of a a school to mm-hmm. be as bad as it is. Yeah. And like, it's like we're, we're falling further and further and further behind. And like, you would look around and other schools Wisconsin is above us. Mm-hmm. Iowa at this point in sports is well above us. Michigan is well above us. I'd say Michigan state is above us. Like everybody around us has passed us up. And yeah. these are not all big markets. I know that, that the college atmosphere of Dinky Town and Minneapolis is not perfect. Right. Oh, is, I I was there. It's a it's, pro sports town. It's absolutely. Even the college kids care more about the pro sports than they do about their own teams. We are a pro sports town. I get that. That's an uphill fight. Yep. But it doesn't. But you mean, can start changing that too. By the way, it is. And like, there's just no reason that we're as just bad as we are. So I am done with Gopher Sports right now. They are let dead. the kids. Let the kids huff paint if they want to. Whatever they need to do to party in the streets. 
Let him go. Yeah, how about we let him do all? Let him let the fifteen year olds do the keg stand. Stop busting up the parties. What if we just start? What if we start having um, drinking is legal on the streets of Dinky Town only during game yes. times? Only during game days. Game days. A couple yes, hours right. before, games. and it's like, and then at like six p.m., yeah. you have to stop. Like no stop. More. Perfect. Boom. Maybe Rowdy. you get some people excited about the games again. <laughs> I, 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 we need that kind of visionary thinking. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> Make some calls, dude. Get me in there. All right. Uh, let's move on, though. Last thing um, for today is the Premier League is an in- just an entire mafia league at this point. Apparently. This league is so sketchy now. They've they've let so many junkie owners in from out of um, England. I'm not trying to act like you have to have all owners of teams from the same area. You shouldn't, because then it would just be like, oh, we're only allowing like white British men to own the teams. But... The people that you you'd rather probably have that than like weird you know Saudi money and Russian oligarchs and the stuff that is coming in. They should all just be owned by like nice American sports comp you know like these these ownership groups. That seems to work out okay. So the big problem here now is that these teams are voting. They had to take a vote and they needed fourteen of the teams to vote on. Um, if you were, they were going to allow teams to do business with their other teams that they own. Okay. So to get around financial fair play, a bunch of these teams now own multiple teams in multiple leagues. But they don't own like Newcastle doesn't own like Brighton, right? No, they own. In, okay. They you have to have the same one English league. football team. Yeah. And so, okay. so pretty much what happened here is they have have made it so like for instance. Next year, I think it's Girona is a Spanish team. Okay. I believe they're currently first in the league in Spain. First. Yeah. Oh, wow. They are about to make their first. What about like Barcelona, Madrid? Yeah. Fuck them, Boom. Huh? Okay. Girona, killing it. Owned by the same, owned by Citigroup. So City, oh, and Citigroup is Man City. Man City. So City owns them. So here's the big thing. Well, okay. So, so, so they're good owners. City, they spend a lot of money. Oh, they're great owners. But here's the problem for them. City is also first in the Premier League and the the uh UEFA rules for the Champions League state that the same owners can't have two teams in the same competition. So if both yeah. if both make the Champions League next year, which looks likely, yeah. either one of them isn't allowed to play in or they the, have to Champions sell the team League, or they have to sell one of the teams, which they won't. I would never sell the fucking team. I would never sell the team. I w- I would be like, "Okay, you know, whichever I would do a math thing. No, and Girona make it will be the one that won't make it. Then. Yeah, exactly. Or they'd and have I to, sh- say, or they'd have to sell a big enough stake of them to not be the majority owner. I well, mean, maybe they should just to avoid future problems. But I would not give in on some bullshit like this, dude. The thing that I could see being problematic, and you've seen that with the teams that own Saudi teams too, where they're dumping assets over there just so they can clean off their books. Clean off that, the books. That I think way. is way more problematic than having two of your teams. You're not going to like sabotage one team. So the other team wins. I I just don't think it's that big of a conflict to have two teams owned by the same group in champions league. Who cares in the same league? It could be problematic. It's just too weird and it's too much. Um, But the chances that those teams even face off each other. I mean, it's slim. So, so they, so this week they had a vote on the, um, can they do can business? they do business with teams that they own so yeah. that they could so like 
Newcastle owns four of the four biggest teams in the Saudi league. Okay, that right. don't have all those players. And that's been something we've seen. And so they had a vote in the league to decide if they could do it. And they needed to get 14 teams to pass it. Well, seven of the teams voted against it, so it didn't pass. So now they can all loan in players from their other teams to get around financial fair play. So what they could oh. do is they could sell... They could buy expensive players with the Saudi League's money or with their other league, their other teams, Girona or Strasbourg for Chelsea. They sure. could go out buy expensive players that won't count on the books for City or Chelsea or right. Newcastle or any of these teams. And then but and loan then, them there. And then loan them there for a really small fee. Yeah. Which and will the mean player, that they can just cheat to get guys there. The player gets having, all their money. Yep. The player gets all their money. They the, get to go yeah. play on a better team. And they they pretty much get a player for free who's technically not their player. So but why would they vote to allow this? Doesn't it because seem, they want to do them, this. Yeah, but like most of them don't have more than one team, do they? So, or do most of them have are like going to be able to compete and do this? So here's who voted for it. Okay, uh, I voted against this motion. Newcastle, obviously, they own all of those Saudi teams. Yeah, right. Sheffield United is a weird one because they're going to get relegated anyways. Okay. Um, Manchester City, who own teams all over the world. Chelsea, who just bought a team and are trying to buy a third team now. Okay. Um, Everton, who have some kind of new ownership. All right. Wolverhampton Wanderers, who are owned by, I believe, a Chinese group who owns other teams okay. as well. And they want to do that and then, strategy. And then Nottingham Forest. I don't know what their ownership situation is. A bunch of fucking nobodies. So all these teams voted through. for it, pushed it through, and now you're going to get all this more sketchy, all the sketchy business happening. Nottingham. Can you imagine having to be a Nottingham fan no, and I have can't. that logo? Yeah, that showed logo. So it gets worse than that, though, because the leagues, the, everything is so corrupt now in the Premier League, and now every team is getting going after every other team for doing corrupt stuff. Yeah, the league. So the needs, the teams themselves are investigating each other. Yeah, well, to like be like, look so, over here, but look so, over here. So what happened here is Everton, they, um, you're only allowed to lose 105 million pounds over a three year period. Right. Okay. Everton lost like 117 million over a three-year period and so they went over the limit which is illegal and they just got docked 10 points right. in the league so they went from 14th place to 19th place and now they're fighting for relegation. i think they have four points now because of this they are fighting <sighs> for their lives now and they've like never been relegated right fighting for their lives that's they, a huge punishment that's a huge punishment okay but now on top of this you have city who have been accused they haven't been charged here but they have been accused of breaking 115 financial fair play and league rules so they've been just cooking the books and signing players illegally over and over and over and over and over pretty much bought five of the last six titles yeah so which is everyone wants them punished yeah. but they've lawyered up so much now the thing is is that the league is owned by all of the owners, right? Okay. The league is the one who did this investigation. But what happens is when they do, when now they bring those charges, the league has nothing to do with it. It's an independent group. They sign it off. That's now yep. in charge of that. Chelsea has been cooking the books now for a long time. Yeah. Chelsea has new ownership, but the last ownership group was doing a lot of illegal stuff. Abramovich guy. Abramovich, big Russian oligarch. Yeah. He has a bunch of stuff just dropped. He's been doing all kinds of sketchy deals with people around the world, not even just with Chelsea. And it came out that, yeah, he's been cooking the books. He illegally bought all these players. He illegally paid off all these agents, tens oh, of millions of dollars to the agents, to agents, to, 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 to players, to families, yeah. to, to clubs, all kinds of sketchy stuff. So now Chelsea 
they Todd Bowley and his crew bought Chelsea and Ryan, our former host, will remind you of this. Well, they yeah. self they self said they they t- said that they broke the rules. Yeah. So, they self reported. Yeah, self reported. Yeah, okay. Well, they know that they're busted. They know they're caught. They know they're they, in trouble. They They know, gave up some some small fry stuff. They paid a ten million fine. But they what they did was so much worse than what Everton did. Right. So much worse. They illegally bought a ton of players for decades, like for like 20 years. They're going to get in trouble at some point. City. This year? Um, I Is don't it all know. coming to a... I mean, I feel like you should really punish everybody at the, the same, same year if yeah. you can. I know that's hard because it's probably an unbelievable amount of red tape and it probably costs so much money so to do this because like think about like having to lawyer up against them but i think the problem is though is that like the punishment for these crimes is is relegation just full on so not minus 10 even though minus 10 for chelsea right now would put them pretty deep i think that i think chelsea is less guilty than city is yeah but i think chelsea's really guilty so why I say that like city, you just be like city can't finish above tenth. City 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 is like like they I can't think, make play in the Champions League next year. I think everyone. I think the owners are going to try to get them relegated. I do. Oh, the other. I think owners. the other owners want them out. I think they've been doing so much okay. bad uh, yeah, that I, I think mean, that the answer it. is that. But the problem is, is that like the Premier League is in a bad spot because who has won most of their titles over the last ten years? City and Chelsea. Right. They've won like, you know, probably eight of the last ten titles. Chelsea, what, won two and City won six or something like that. Yeah. And then like Liverpool won one, one, right? And yep. new and uh Leicester won one. Yeah, that I think was that's it. Eight years I, ago. I think that's all of it. Yeah. So I think that, that they've won eighty so percent of the titles. Like so then what it is is they're just telling everyone the that Premier is- League has never been more popular. It's never been it's making also more been money. It's never been more bullshit. And and you're kind of saying, yeah, in the last 10 years have been all cheating everyone. Uh, and so I think that the Premier League... Well, base, MLB dealt with it with the steroid stuff. And, I think you know, they didn't want to like... They didn't want to... Mark McGuire... They, had ne- they were never making more money. So and it, they did the right thing. The team who is going after um, City is, is Liverpool. I love that because think about the titles we might have had. Liverpool is going after City. I mean, we multiple years we finished second, right behind them, and we Liverpool I mean, wants maybe justice. We were cheating, but just not as bad now. So yeah. they are pushing. We want punishment now. We are sick of this. This is ridiculous. They are leading the charge pretty publicly at this point. Okay, against City, and and then you got. Arsenal just pretty much leading the charge against VAR. Against refs. That's their picking their <laughs> battle. The yeah, refs. the refs. Yeah. <laughs> and so everybody's got their battles to, to me, fight. Okay? To me, this league is like, to me, I love the Premier League. Okay? Yeah. I love it. I, like, it's a great league. I, I mean, would say the that my favorite. competition is fantastic. Like, I would, if I was being honest, I would say my favorite league is the NFL. And my second favorite league is the Premier League. Right. I really mean that. What's third? NBA. Oh, hell yeah. That's probably my order right now of like what I care about the most, what I spend the most time on. And yeah, I, I mean, it's for me, it's it's NFL, NBA, um, Premier League. So yeah, I'm right there with you. I would say that this is the worst thing I could say about a sports league. And I I watch tons of Premier League. I follow it. I I read you, every tweet. You about live it. and breathe it. I do. And big X guy. The the worst thing I could say about the Premier League right now is that I have lost faith in the league and the fairness of it mm-hmm. when it comes to the league, the following of rules, the integrity of the rules. The officiating, the integrity. everything, all of it, the integrity of the whole league, to me, is now in question. 
And so, so to me, I think that they need to really punish these teams and mm-hmm. say, even to Chelsea. I know I, I think that to Chelsea, Chelsea's point would be, hey, we weren't even the owners then. Yeah. But you but have the, to just say, is, yeah, you know what? Like, you, this team you, is rotten to the core. They knew. They knew. You don't. You don't think they have somebody re- looking at the books, they figuring knew. out like, okay, so you got this player for seemingly less than you should have. What I happened kind of, there? I kind of think that part of the reason that they spent a a, a billion and bought all like nineteen year olds was for this, and signed them all to like ten year deals. Uh, is because was they to survive knew, this. Yeah, because they probably won't be able to sign players for an extended amount of time. Won't be able to sign players. Might get sent down. Might get just docked points. Might not be in Europe for a few years. Like might lose a bunch of money. Yeah. But whatever it is, they have a ton of young superstars locked up for like the next eight years. Okay. So I think that maybe that so this was right. their insurance plan for if things so now if that all makes sense because you were you were kind of thinking it was a little bit wild that they were just like buying I up i think it was insane yeah and now i'm kind of like this oh. was their insurance plan i think yeah. if they're gonna get in trouble and like i don't think that the owners now i don't really like their business model personally but like if they did this for this reason they're if they know they're gonna get punished i think this was the smartest way to deal with it okay. but i think city is the biggest one and they I think could happen like, this year you think I mean, you if think Liverpool like, dude, gets their way, they you know you don't want to see it happen in the last three weeks no, of the year. You don't want to see it happen at the end of the year, and you, that's why it should, it should I thought it was going to happen this last summer. Is what I thought, but when but they, then they also don't want to be like, well, we're going to wait until next year. It's too late in the year, and then City wins. They will. <laughs> they will. They will. And then They'll you'll be like, ah, that. just another one that like you know maybe shouldn't have counted. I know, and it's just like to me, like it's just the the integrity of the league is on the line suddenly, and okay. I I think I've never felt that way about the NFL. Yeah, I've never felt that way about the NBA. I didn't think it was like this feels like a bigger deal to me than when um, the refs came out and said that they were fixing games in the NBA. That was pretty wild. That I listened to a whole wild. fucking podcast. That was about wild, that. and I think that this is worse because oh, that to was. Me, I mean, that was pretty minor. There was is, a few refs. This whatever. is war between the teams now, saying yeah. these teams are cheating, and those teams now voting to to make rules so that they can cheat more. Yeah, and like and right. like the game is so different. Like it's so the the level of of wealth that has come in, they've allowed, and it's on the owners. Mm-hmm. They've allowed these just ridiculous people from other parts of the world, from America, from the Middle East, to come in from Russia with absurd amounts of money, mm-hmm. and just be like, "Well, we're just going to buy up teams across the world, and we're going to." Cheat, make every our own system. little network of money laundering this kind of shit doesn't happen in american sports because you couldn't just be like well i'm the owner of the chiefs but i'm also the owner of the team in germany and the team in france and the team in england and i'm gonna buy all my free agents so next year um i'm gonna buy kirk cousins with my german team and i'm gonna pay him 50 million and then I'm going to loan him to the Chiefs if Patrick Mahomes gets hurt ever. Right, right. Like, you could never do that. I got him in the backup. He's playing in Germany right now. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't do that. You know, or like, you couldn't be like, oh, we're up against the salary cap. God, when you put it like that, it's, when you make it that example, you make it so much more real. I know. Of like, it's, no. The game is like, that's dirty not okay now. because it's, it's a problem. In the NFL, I mean, you just see a team that, like, wow, if they could just go get a quarterback, they'd be. Like, yeah. look at Cincy right now, right? Yeah. It's like, God, if they could just, they'd really be, or the Jets, you know? Yeah. And in the English Premier League, they're doing that. They're just, yeah, I, you know, it's weird, but it all comes down to leagues that have a salary cap are generally better, in my opinion. 
It is. And I get that there's it's just probably not going to happen there because it's an no. old system. It's like baseball. And there's just too much but money in baseball, to be had that you, you would never want to But in baseball, you can't do the stuff that's happening. Like this league, at this point, it's gotten too out of control. And these people have figured out how to game the system. And now the people who game the system win every time. And now everybody else is going to have to game the system if they want to keep up. Where in reality, they should just fix everything. Allow it. Yeah. They yeah, should fix, fix everything. Wow. They should fix everything this year. And just say, you know what? I'm sorry, everyone. In the name of of integrity, in how we think this should be run, these are the rules, and this is what we're going to do. And these teams are going to suffer in the short term. Sorry. Yeah. They shouldn't have done it. They knew it was wrong. That's why they hit it. I love it. That's fascinating. Keep me updated. Yeah. Next week, let's let's cover Crazy. it again. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. That's what happened during the international break. So yeah. It's so war Everton, in the Premier minus 10. Minus 10. The table and, and, changes and I mean, just like that. I know people don't want to hear it, but that like City and Chelsea, but City and Chelsea, everyone in the world knows that they are much more guilty. And Everton knows that. Yeah. Everton has said that. Everton said, what are you coming after us for? Yeah. Like City and Chelsea have done way worse things. So I can only imagine that the punishment that could come down to those teams is going to be pretty severe. They're just never going to relegate those teams. I just don't know what they could they do, They wouldn't though, do that. Because they, 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 they will just ban them from some bigger competition or make them... I don't know. They can't really make them ineligible to win because no. they're scoring but points what, and getting and the, points and the, scored and against the, them. The choice, though, is kind of like, do you punish them in the future or do you punish them in the past? And mm. it's kind of, you can't be like, Liverpool and Arsenal and Man United strip, uh, all won titles. Strip their titles. In the past. No winners those years. Okay. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Take their cool trophies. I Take the trophies. You didn't win the Champions League last yep. year. You didn't win the league last year. You didn't win the league the year before. All yep. this shit was didn't happen. You can't hang the banners. Yeah, because right. it didn't happen because you cheated this whole time. That's what they should do. You're right. And you know what? That was last time the Gophers were good. It was. They, <laughs> we can't hang our banners, motherfucker. I, it's that banner hangs in my heart though. <laughs> oh, it does. It, it does. definitely does. All right, well, guys, that's it. That's all the time we have on uh, this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Hopefully, you got some great time with your family and you used all of our takes. You can tell them about the Premier League and how sketchy it is. You can talk about how gopher sports are dead. You can use all those takes for yourself. Say, fire coil. Um, you can talk about how the Wolves are true contenders. And, true contenders. And that uh, Towns is playing the best ball of his entire career. And that Gobby is just... An- efficient as can be and yep. we're loving him right now and you can talk about dobbs the honeymoon is probably over Gobby tell, and your, Dobby. Tell, your fam- tell your family that mullins is going to be starting games in december and when he does you'll look like and then just be like and you know what text me when you see him out there yeah. okay yeah there you go say that to your drunk uncle so until uh next time thank you guys for hanging out with your good friends here at the northeast podcast <laughs>